0: Hello and welcome.
1: Back to our podcast, P is Still Growing. <laughs> Today's <laughs> episode is going to be about educational disruption.
0: Um, A.K.A. what all students are experiencing right now across the world.
1: Yeah, so um, stay tuned if you don't know what that means and you still want to listen to our voices. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, also, this
0: is Trista. <laughs> and this is Casey. And we're excited to um, talk about this with you guys and uh, really dive deep into our, I don't know, what we're all experiencing right now. I think this really touches with what me and Casey are dealing with. So I'm excited to talk about it. So stay tuned. Cool, cool. Stay tuned. Let's go.
1: Trista, hey Casey, how, how are you doing? Um,
0: honestly, I miss seeing you in real life because I've only seen you on a screen for the past like six, eight weeks—a very long time.
1: So really
0: um, yeah, it is. It was literally a, a see you later at spring break to a. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll see you in see a you couple never. Of months. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to be dramatic, but kind of.
1: Not to so. be dramatic, but...
0: <laughs> like you're not wrong, but, um, no, I am, I am good, all things considered, um, as many of you know, COVID-19 really is doing a number on, uh, the world, and while I'm not, like, majorly affected by it, my, like, health is still intact, I still have a job, um, I still have, like, a healthy support system and, like, a good, um, like, safe home environment, so, like, I just can't, all of my things that I want to complain about, um, about, like, COVID is just, it. as soon as I start to complain, I'm like, nah, that's not really valid, like, there are a lot of other people out there that are completely um, being uprooted, or, like, think about all the healthcare workers that are like putting their lives on the line and everything. So all things considered, I am doing great. Um, I know that, uh, we've been binging a ton of Netflix and we movies, have so.
1: indeed.
0: So I've just been like whipping through some shows and, um, a show that I came across on Netflix and Netflix, just a quick shout out, Netflix platform <laughs> is superior to the rest. It, Their content is solid. Um, a little, sorry, little off topic, kind of cool sidebar. I listened to a podcast a long time ago. Um, It's planet, it's NPR's planet money. And it was talking about Netflix as a company. And it's, it's kind of harsh, but it was a really interesting insight to it. I don't remember the episode, but it's, I don't know, you can Google it if out there, your listeners, if you want to find it. But, um, Anyways, I just like Netflix, although like across the board. So like coming in to this show, I was like already had high expectations, but um, I started Outer Banks last week, like last Friday, and I put it on just like in the living room, hanging out with with Jaden and he was like doing something else and like not even 10 minutes into the show he's like sit down eyes glued to the tv with me and like, <laughs> yes but anyways, I love I binged Outer Banks like so quickly like we watched as many episodes as we could Friday night and then Saturday morning woke up and Jaden literally just turned it on and was like okay let's finish this nice so, but it was a, it like Great, great distraction. I love the, the character development, just the the issues that they're covering. I don't know. I loved it all.
1: It was... I watched it too because you convinced me, but it was on my list anyway. But um, yes. on f- every Friday, Trista and I and a couple of our other college friends have a little happy hour over Zoom. And uh, this week we made PowerPoints uh, on anything. And Trista's was... Um, <laughs> Outer Banks characters as people in our friend group, Um, so that was pretty fun. But I had no context. She was just describing the characters and I was just kind of following along as best I could. And then after Happy Hour was over, I went to my room and I binge-watched like three or four episodes and then on Saturday morning, I finished the, I finished the rest of it. It was so good.
0: It's just so, and it's like such a binge worthy TV show because it, it's like following, there's like crime involved and stuff. Right. But like, it just like, I don't know, you just want to hit the next one and the next one. And I think it's, I think it was like just really well, like put together. I don't know. I'm just like impressed with all the way around, but that's like the most recent show that I I have binged. That I'm just, like, still pumped on it. Like, I watched it, like, so fast all the way through that I'm, like, trying to go back and just, like, listen – or not listen – just, like, watch it again. Because I think – I'm, like, a huge believer in, like, rewatching shows and movies because you pick up on so much more. And, like, I don't know. Sometimes it's, like, even a better experience. Oh, I 100% second agree. Around.
1: Second time through cool. is always better. Like, books, movies, TV shows, anything. Because you just pick up on so much more and you know where it's going. So you can pay – better attention to the clues you, you pick up on yep. all of the the plot developments and the foreshadowing way better yep i yep i totally agree oh and outer banks we watched separately but we've also been watching a couple movies together through netflix party which is a google chrome extension so we last week we watched book smart which was so good it was so wholesome oh i didn't i missed it oh no, me no no, and actually, no you're I- right it was me and who was it it was me and Alyssa. Um, Kaylee,
0: Alyssa, Matt, Maddie didn't make it. No. Um, well, sorry. I'm okay with missing that because me and Alyssa went like, this is so weird. I think last time we were both in Weezer together, I was like, let's like girls, let's like dinner date. Let's go. So we like drove from Weezer to Nampa, which is like an hour to go see Booksmart. And it was so, we watched it together. It was so much fun. Oh, it was cute. Oh, no,
1: I watched it with Connor. That's who I watched it with.
0: Oh, that's even cuter! Yeah, when it was your brother. It was a really was good, and it was directed by Olivia Wilde, female director, and she mm-hmm. killed it. That was, I think, that was her first project.
1: Oh, well, it was yeah. really great, and definitely yeah, relatable for it. me for my high school experience. At least it was pretty relatable. <laughs> um, I could
0: see it. I mean, I could I. Can see it because well the whole so for those of you who don't know book smart is about two friends that are book smart and like put so much energy into like academics and getting where they wanted to go like academically that they didn't socialize they didn't like experiment things they didn't go to parties which like high school like I don't know teach their own whatever you do in high school is up to you I didn't party because I wasn't cool enough but I'm okay Me with that either. decision now <laughs> but and we turned out just fine so actually didn't our we?
1: messages just kidding just <laughs> kidding <laughs> <laughs> but and anyway so they wait till they, college wait till college to party apparently <laughs> but they um they tried to pack in all of the partying of high school in one night so and that one was night, there and
0: it's wild yeah it got, it's pretty crazy
1: but okay so book smart i was definitely wrong about that one but yesterday we watched the half of it which is new on netflix and it was so cute I it was Asian representation, LGBTQ representation, just beautiful friendship, oh, just, oh, beautiful. I couldn't, I don't know. Oh, no, I, I completely
0: agree. I, like, the messages that, that Netflix's films and TV shows that are, like, representing, like, across the board to me, it's changing the narrative, and it's, and it's giving representation to people who haven't, haven't seen that in popular media for, like, ever, Mm-hmm. So that's like a pretty cool deal. I like it too. I totally, I'm in support of it. That's why I love Netflix. I'm like all about it. They do <laughs> shit right. <laughs> they do. Um. So I want to talk about, so that Outer Banks is our shared cool update. My, mm-hmm. my personal update is I was able to finish my master's classes. I was in two of them this semester and I finished both of them a week early and I like just shout out to my professors who like realized that like COVID-19 has having a huge effect on everybody and both of my professors like unprompted like lessened the the final project like they were just I don't know they just took it I think they made it more manageable across the board so which made it easier for me because I was like kind of intimidated with like everything that was going on it's hard for me to like focus so I was just really happy that I could get those two done so nice um, and I only have two more classes left I'm signed up for two Mm -hmm. classes over the summer and then I'll be like done so with my master's So, so I'm so proud of you Thank you. It's it's like comes in waves and I'm like I can't even process the emotion but it's exciting and scary but these I have these two last classes that are definitely gonna kick my ass because it's like (laughs) over this summer so it's like already condensed and they're like one of them I think will be manageable the other one's like a research class because my master's is non-thesis so in like like if I do my non-thesis pass I have to take um this research class and the teacher I admire her a ton but she's kind of a hard ass (laughs) so I just got I got my work cut out for me but anyways I'm excited I'm like with a lot of the scariness of like I don't know learning and adjusting to everything I was able to like I don't know get out of there real fast
1: nice that's so cool though I'm happy for you thank you mine I'm I'm I don't even know what I have to do left, but my thing, my fun thing, I guess, is I'm reading the Percy Jackson series for the first time, which is honestly surprising that I haven't read them before because I'm a big old bookworm and they were were Connor's favorite for a a long time, but I just started the first one like four five days ago maybe a week and I finished I read the whole second one yesterday um
0: <laughs> wait you read it one and hold it like yeah it was only 300 pages
1: oh my god okay it, the, it's okay if you saw the book it's not that impressive the words are like kind of large on the page um oh, okay okay but, but so yesterday was like I did a lot of things. I watched like five or six episodes of Outer Banks. I finished Outer Banks. Um, and then we watched the half of it. So a whole nother movie. And I finished an entire book. So
0: <laughs> You're like taking in all forms right now. You're like I know. TV show, yes. Movie, yes. Book, yes.
1: Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I got out. I want to say I got out of bed at like 12. And I went to bed at like one in the so morning. All- so like, really, that's just crunch time, baby. Just yeah. back to back.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. I would never finish a book in one day.
1: So just not my style. <laughs> <laughs> How many books are in the series? Um, uh, five, I think. And then there's apparently, this is what I've heard from Connor. I don't know what the actual number is but there's like a couple spin-offs yeah. so oh, really yeah there's like the f- five in the main series and then there's like f- i think five more and then there's three other ones that's a spin-off i don't really know someone's gonna like come at me with percy jackson facts <laughs> no, that i like. <laughs> I don't <Probably> know
0: <laughs> welcome we welcome all you percy jackson um fans out there to correct casey on
1: what the dell is and her. Let me know. But I have the five of them. I have the like first five. So I'll be uh, done with those by this time next week. I, think. No, I, know. I was like, give <laughs> her a few days. Not just mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. so let's talk about our this week's topic. All right, it's transition time. Yes, it is. So um a lot of Students are experiencing this educational disruption. Um, So I just did some very light Googling to like inform us on this topic. So um, I came across an organization. It is called um UN educational scientific and cultural organization um its headquarters is in France and I got some information off of their website regarding educational disruption and it looks like I didn't dive too deep into the website but um it looks like they're um kind of talking about like how like disruptive COVID-19 is is to every educational institution worldwide, right? This isn't just like the U.S. And mm. they're providing um, resources and like activities and things um, for teachers and students to try and like deal with what's going on. Um, so a statistic that I pulled from their site was that 90% of the world's student population is being impacted by school closures due to COVID-19. Um, and they they go on to talk about how this the like educational disruption that's going on right now is going to be um impactful of like educational systems like in the future right so like what's going on right now is is going to impact how um like educational institutions operate like period so there's like mm-hmm. a lot of like e-learning going on um and I my master's classes right now my whole program's online it's designed for working professionals so it's like meant to be flexible kind of at your own pace a little bit um there's a term that I learned in one of my classes it's called adaptive learning and it's it's this idea that they use um the majority of it's through e-learning and it's set at the learner's pace and it it puts a lot of pressure on the instructor to kind of, like, identify student needs and meet them um, as they're, like, going through this process, and I feel like that is, like, a really big representation of, like, where I'm at with my master's, but also where, like, other, like, worldwide, how, like, K through 12 is doing it, is their, like, student or teachers are, like, having to, like, address, like, the individual needs of their students because, they're like I don't even want to imagine how many students um are at home in, a, in like an unsafe home environment mm-hmm. their only meal is at school so now they're like not getting I mean schools have done such a good job of still being able to provide meals for kids at home but like that's scary like and anyways I think that, that um a lot of the educational disruption disruption that's going on right now is actually something that hasn't like super affected me because of my master's is already online right so um Casey do you want to share like sorry um that so because my master's was already online when our college like moved everything to online classes like my professors already know what's up they already know the platform they already know right um this whole like structure of it so it wasn't And I, I do well on online classes because, um, I can like self-manage my time and things like that, like some people aren't great at. Chris is laughing um, because she knows that I'm not good at it. (laughs) I know, I know. I just feel like I have a lot more practice with it. Um, even as an undergrad, I took a bunch of classes online because it freed up my schedule during the day to work more. So like, I've always been doing online classes. I feel like, so like right now, the educational disruption that's going on hasn't direct affected me I feel like which I'm super lucky about but I know Casey it's a little bit different for you so like share the undergrad experience real fast yeah
1: for me it's definitely different because I am a studio studio art and design major so obviously I don't have access to my studio Um, I'm a senior so I have like my own studio space with my art supplies and everything that I work on. And then we are Mm -hmm. supposed to meet with our um, instructors a few times a week and like be able to walk around and see what everyone else is working on and things like that. Um, But that's not happening anymore. I am at home. Yeah. I'm uh, in the next state over (laughs) at my (laughs) parents' home that I grew up in and I'm um, doing my art stuff from home, which I am actually lucky because the project that I'm working on is online anyway. I'm just like, my project happens to be pretty digital anyway. So I have my computer and that's basically all I need. But um, a lot of the other students in my in my program are struggling because they um, don't have access to like the pottery studio or um, printmaking. I'm in a print, my printmaking class, I am don't know what to do with because uh, we don't have access to the printmaking studio um, at all. So we can't do any of the things that we were planning on doing, letterpress, um, et cetera. I'm blanking, mm-hmm. but there's, yeah. Pretty much everything um my instructor has had to come up with um like at home substitutes for those things so we're doing more research um we're researching how to do like certain printmaking processes mm-hmm. um certain artists will like look at their methods or things like that but um basically it's just the lack of environment that I'm missing I was gonna say yep. Yeah, it's it seems like
0: like especially for like an art major and even my partner Jaden he's a, an engineering major yeah. so everything is about like hands-on like in-person learning mm-hmm. and the other like the other side I would say is like that community like you're like told to like okay now go do this creative project and it's like I'm stuck in my room at home like I can't I don't know like how are you like exploring your creativity and like finding that so I think like the community part maybe a little bit too but um it's it's just like these the like your major Jaden's major they're not meant to be taught online because students aren't going to get the same out of it you know Mm -hmm. so it's like I just think that like what's going on right now too like especially like higher ed view is that like teachers and students are like being like put in a situation that they like don't really know how to function in obviously mm-hmm. and um there's this like concern i mean i think about our friend Elissa, it's her first semester of nursing I was school just and thinking halfway thinking about through. her too she's like it's she's crazy. literally having to do things from home yeah and it's yeah. like not the same and you're it's just i don't know it's a huge disconnect obviously and um and a, like a ton of students are struggling with this right now like um i think about the students in college who like made it out of out of high school like whatever who, who knows what their home situation looks like right they like get to college and then like this happens and like nothing can pan out in their favor like mm-hmm. um, I'm sure I don't I mean I don't know like if any of our listeners know about like the the criteria for relief checks but the like stimulus relief checks um that college students don't qualify for that because their dependence from on their parents like tax information AKA um, and exactly casey yeah. and then on top of that they're too like they're over the age that <coughs> their parents aren't even going to get any kickback money for them so yeah. like students who like lost their housing on campus most students like lost their mm-hmm. on-campus housing lost their on-campus jobs can't pay their rent now and then they're like forced to go back home and like a lot of people like can't function well in their home environment when it comes to like like students aren't I don't know I just think about college students like when you're home you're not normally working on classes you're like enjoying time with family and like Mm -hmm. trying to take a break from school so like transitioning there like with that mindset Casey I'm sure it's difficult for you like you're back at home everyone's at in everyone like in your family's home right like you guys
1: are all like quarantining together yeah there's uh four of us right now usually we have my my grandma too, my dad's mom, but she's with my uncle right now. So we kind of like trade her off between the families. Because um, it's, it's not safe for her to be in her... In her nursing um, home. Yeah, usually she lives in a nursing home, but we took her out pretty early. So that was good. Um, yeah. But mom mom is part-time working. So she's taken over a corner of our living room and that's like her work area. My dad is now mm-hmm. retired. So he just does whatever... Um, He's just working out a lot. That's all he, <laughs> all he can do. I mean, like, like, what else can you do? I know, yeah. Connor um, Connor has an apartment in Seattle, but he's been living at home, too. Um, but he has, like, a nice desk setup. He, like, brought in a monitor from work and has, like, a fancy keyboard and, like, the whole shebang. Um, and yeah. then I have, like, two shitty little like binders to prop up my my laptop so that the screen is like higher so my neck doesn't hurt while I'm working (laughs) and I like took a I know and Connor gave me um this fun little like stool I guess that's like you, mm-hmm. you like it's like kneeling it's like a kneeling stool I don't know how to explain it exactly but um it's like kind of comfy the chair itself is comfy but it's not like the most comfortable position to like be working in and also I'm yeah. in my bedroom which like I I'm never good at like working with my bed in the room because I just want to like lay down or whatever so that's why yeah I loved- yeah I loved being in Gamma Phi because the room where I sleep is not the room where I get my work done. Um, no, nope. uh-uh. but yeah, it's been like a rough transition, obviously, but so many people have it way worse. This is like, yeah, yeah this is like minimal disruption. I feel like I have it like pretty, pretty good comparatively. So I'm th- yeah, definitely right. thankful for that.
0: Um, I think about what like if COVID-19 happened when like I was in middle school like if I like seventh grade I like am in Weezer living with my mom um, we have no internet that is not like zero wi-fi I have zero computer at home like I can't like trying to put my i was just like putting my mindset in like COVID-19 happening when like I'm in middle school like and I like I would have had no like no technology support whatsoever like no support at home like I wouldn't like I don't know like my mom Mm -hmm. finished high school and that's like the highest education she has um so like she on like things that would be going on like I don't think that she would be like helpful in that at all um and like I don't know I just like yeah I just am thankful that I'm not that age that's right now because mm-hmm. like I don't I don't think that like I just don't think that like my education like I wouldn't be getting it I wouldn't you know what I mean like I just feel like I wouldn't even like have access to it and like yeah yeah and so many kids are not not also only, like, in
1: that position like right now because oh, they just no, don't totally, have totally you know access to computers which no. is really sad
0: yeah literally though I mean I think about like even like low-income areas, like even Weezer, like as a school district, like I I don't even know like what percentage, I don't even want to like say a percentage, but I'm sure that there's a lot of kids that don't have Wi-Fi at home. Like internet Mm -hmm. is not a thing, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I just think like, I don't know. I'm just, I am putting my mindset in like young Trista. Like I'm just very grateful that what's happening is happening at the age that I'm at right now, that I'm like able to like kind of control my environment a little bit better and like I'm quarantining or like staying at home with me and my partner Jaden and we're in our apartment in Moscow which like has been made into our home you know yeah so, like, I still feel like safe in my home like I still have access to things like um, luckily Um, Jaden's mom made me a vanity. She's like such a crafty woman. I admire her so much, but she made me a vanity. So I have like a desk set up. So like I haven't gotten ready in weeks because where am I going to (laughs) go? But I've been able to use that as like my desk area. So yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just appreciative that I've like, I have been able to transition a little bit better. Um, but I know, yeah. I know that there's students that haven't, you know, like mm-hmm. Casey. What would it have been like for you to like experience this as a
1: child? Honestly, yeah, not a yeah. lot different, and that's where our experiences would have differed a lot because I would be like pretty much chilling. You know, I'd be like doing yeah. how I am right now. Like right now, I had access yeah. to my own computer. Like dad has his own, had his own like desktop and then Connor and I shared one and mom always had her laptop mm-hmm. so like not There's a lot like of already change. a designated
0: space yeah. yeah
1: the biggest difference would be connection because I wouldn't have had a cell phone or if I did it would be like mm-hmm. what 144 texts a so- week or I don't know a month or whatever I don't know (laughs) and like FaceTime didn't exist and you know you you, all I had was my landline and I would call my friend Madeline up like every day after swim practice or whatever but (laughs) yeah that's like mostly the difference but I was thinking I was like what if because all of the kids who are going through this right now there's gonna be a huge like artistic renaissance after this um entire thing blows over which will be like probably a long time but there's going to be a foul renaissance of Why? art and music of just light people just like living life to the fullest after this um because Like everyone, you know, you know, just like going through this. Always after a plague. I don't want to call this a plague, but that's the word that's coming to my head. But
0: that, well, that's the impact that it is having, right? Yeah, it's.
1: Plague-like an experience, at least. And always after a plague, there's a big old Renaissance. So I'm—I don't want to say I'm excited to see, but I, but I am. <laughs> I'm like the excited. artist in
0: you, yeah, the artist in you like, is what's excited. What's going to
1: happen? Can I keep up? Like, I don't know. We'll see. Like, I—I'm excited to see what happens, but obviously, like, things are a little dark right now. So something well, to, look no, and, to no, at least.
0: Like, yeah, exactly. No, like I don't think. I don't like. Not that you're acting guilty at all, but like, don't. I wouldn't even like go like. It's fine to look through this shitty situation and try and cherry pick some positives. Right. Like, cause there's not like. I mean, because if you were to stay like, like I don't know, 100 percent realistic and like focused on what's going on, like you're not. That is not good for your mental health. Like uh-huh. you need to be able to like take a step back and like and like. I'm ex- I'm excited to see like the the artist in you. Like what's gonna happen happen you know like who knows like it's exciting but um I just think like final thoughts on this that like so many students are dealing with this this disruption right now and that like and I think I've seen a lot of stuff on social media and so I'm taking that in along with like some of my personal beliefs on it Um, but right now I believe that the top priority of our, edu- like, any educational system right now cannot be content. It cannot be curriculum. It has to be about relationships. It has to be about uh, the students' mental health, about their safety, um, and, like, that's where the teachers should focus. Um, I, I follow um, on my Instagram. I follow a really good friend of mine. Her name is Bobby, and she, She is an English teacher in a high school in in Boise, and she will post a lot of stuff, you know, and one of the things that she had shared was talking about how um, the students, like, what's going on right now, the educational disruption that people, that, like, students are experiencing, they're all students are in that same boat. So it's not like when everyone comes back that it's going to be one or two that are just like glossed, you know? It's going to be the whole class is going to be in the same boat, right? Mm-hmm. So sh- teachers know that. Teachers and schools can adjust their curriculum, can a- can address that and catch students up, you know? Like um, mm-hmm. summer melt is something, as a term used, that is what students like lose a lot of their, like um, the stuff they learned the year before over summer, Retention. right? Just because they're not yeah this they're not in practice but like like so it's not an uncommon thing you know Mm -hmm. like teachers are going to be able to address the the content the curriculum that's not being like completely understood right now or like given out to students but like having to to try and like catch students up on like emotional support and like all of those things like that should be a priority right now um I hope all this is making sense but like I I just think that right like I don't know, like I just think that um, like teachers are doing a really good job of still like making sure that there is that like connection and that sense of community with their students because like that's important. That's like also very important during mm-hmm. this like
1: very scary time. And there's definitely going to be a big old generational shift after this as well with, because everyone, literally everyone's going through this right now. And so yep. we're yep. all going to grow from it too in mm-hmm. in a lot of similar ways because experiences are Like, obviously, individual, but overall, everyone's sort of going through the same thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. And I mean, like, for some people who are, like, privileged enough that, like, this is just like uh, a... A mild uh,
1: inconvenience, aka my family.
0: Well, no. I mean, but, like, even, like, the family that I know, like, all of my family members, I haven't had a family member that has lost a job yet that I'm aware of that have, like, Mm -hmm. lost a job because of this. So, like, I mean, I'm in the same boat, Casey, but it's just that, like, some, there are, there are definitely, um the a group like groups of people right now um and it's a lot of minorities right it's a lot of like the underprivileged definitely definitely experiencing like the hardest part of this um but I think that like in when when shitty things like this are going on in the world there are still a ton of good things going on and people who kind of step up right and just like I don't know, realizing that we're not alone, right? That we're, like, in Mm -hmm. this together, Um, which is, like, kind of cheesy, but it's, like, beautiful. (laughs) Sorry. I had to.
1: You said it, and I had to do it. I'm sorry. I ruined your Mm -hmm. moment.
0: All right. No, it's okay. No (laughs) judgment. I like it.
1: (laughs) Keep going. I'm sorry. Keep Um, going.
0: No, no. I just – I don't know. I think think that there is still a lot of good that is going to come out of a lot of shitty things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly think that that's a perspective that I have from my childhood because like even when a lot of these shitty things were going on, like I would still make it out, you know, mm-hmm. like I would still like find positives in the situation, which a lot of people seem to be doing a good job of, you know, we're like still finding ways to connect. And, um, I like, I have been able to FaceTime friends that like, I don't really talk to that much, like just because it's like, oh, we're like kind of at home. There is some free time. And like, I've been able to like reconnect with like a lot of, and it's, it's, of course, it's like my female friends that, like, yeah. I haven't been able to, like, be there through, like, whatever the last, like, year or whatever, like, and yeah, that part's been really nice. Like, I've been able to, like, reconnect with a lot of people and, um, and, like, kind of been able to, like, I don't know give myself like not a break but it's like a realization that like everybody's going through something right now and like we're all struggling Mm -hmm. like so I'm not there isn't this like weird pressure in my head like there used to be to like perform I'm like I need to be productive
1: I need to do all these things and it's like no dude like take care of yourself take a step back take a nice bath with some lavenders (laughs) (laughs)
0: no seriously though right like I don't know that's a big that's like a big takeaway that I'm like going through a lot of what's going on right now too is like this like relationships are super important and like Mm -hmm. putting like I don't know and like checking out on your on your friends right now and your family and things like that's like a really big thing and that like I don't know we're like literally all struggling in this together and um I've also seen this a lot on social media and I think it's applicable to like many parts of our life but it's like like what like just because our normal is being disrupted doesn't mean then when this is all over let's like run right back to it like let's look at the things that used to be our normal and and address what needs to be changed to create a new normal exactly like yeah I feel like I've been talking too long
1: I just agree. I agree with you. It's all, Trista is always just more eloquent than I am in the things that she's thinking and her opinions that she has. Oh, you're shaking your head at me. It's definitely true. Okay. You are, Trista just has a way with words where exactly what she's feeling, she'll say it out loud. And I just love it. And, and I'm always like quiet, just like "Mm -hmm," listening in the background. And it's just because I agree. Like, I just don't have anything to add because I just always I just always am like right there with you like got your back dude you no, know like i know,
0: no I love it I love it I just don't the only reason I bring that up Casey is because I have a loud voice and it's very easy for me to take over the conversation and that's I want this to be I want I mean I could stop talking and you could share all the shit I'm saying and say it better than I if you just I had disagree. a minute to stop put it back. together
1: I know it just, yeah it, it takes me a long time to like put my thoughts Which, together That's actually sometimes hard on a in a format like this, but Yeah. Um, Occasionally, I'll I'll throw in a little nugget of nice wisdom, but most of the time, it's going to be Trista with me, just like nodding and and um humming in the background.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's a lie, but that's okay.
1: Okay, Um, whatever. I just think that
0: no. I mean, like, I just like it's just this whole just like taking right. Let's like take a step back and like look at this whole situation. It's just that like everyone is going, everyone is dealing with some shit right now. And just, I mean, we've both said it. Like I've, I've had some like pretty major, like I make it sound like being home all the time is like I'm coasted. It's so easy. Like, no, there. are like, I've had days where I'll wake up and it's like, Oh, I can, I have to put structure to my day. Like I have to, I have things I need to get done, but it's like up to me on how I organize it. And I'm like in bed till like noon, one, two on my phone fucking around like I don't want to do anything and then like it starts it just like gets in my head like oh I'm I'm a piece of shit I'm not doing anything and it's like we're in the middle of pandemic like however you handle this is perfectly fine I know <laughs> dude
1: like fall apart if you need to just have a little cry no. I don't know Like literally though oh no I'm due dude Easy. I know you've been I... crying sometimes <sighs> I'm due for a cry I'm due for a cry it's almost hit me every once in a while and I'm like uh, it's not time oh. yet I'm just gonna hold it in until I like can't anymore and then I'll be fine you know what I mean explode, I'm gonna just have like a big whole yes. oh. like three hour cry session, <gasps> and then I'll be good <laughs> No, you need it. You totally need it. Oh, no. Um, no, I'm dude, just I, until watching, that moment.
0: Oh no, um, I this is bad. This is not a healthy coping mechanism. But when I feel that urge, I me and Alyssa had a movie that we would literally watch when we needed to cry. To, like it's um. Oh,
1: yeah, you, you gotta me tell me what is it. it is hey. now. Oh
0: fuck! What movie is it? I need to phone a friend. Describe it. No, phone a friend. Um, it's it's. <laughs> It is oh my gosh, I can't I'm really mad at myself that I can't remember the name of this. Um it's the Alyssa showed it to me. It was on Netflix forever, and it is just like cover it just covers an array of emotions and like really strong like emotions it's like I okay I'm doing a terrible job about this I'm gonna remember it and then we can come back to it but it's just like I would literally watch that movie when I needed to cry and when I was watching Outer Banks and watching I told you this I but there is literally a scene I I actually
1: I shed a few tears for that for sure dude I I ended on that I went to bed I was like I can't I can't do this. And I was just thinking about Um, you, like, it just made me so sad.
0: Oh, no, like, and, like, I, I mean, like, there, I don't really remember, we can cut some of this shit out, but I don't super remember, like, I don't have a specific, like, time when I was getting beat by my dad that I remember, like, my sister has, like, like specific ones that she didn't remember, same thing with my brother, but I don't, and it's because I didn't get a lot of beatings. It was mainly my sister and my brother. Like I was, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like I just, it wasn't something that I experienced, but the ones that I did, I, I, I have like put them so far away that I cannot access that memory and it's my, the way I've coped with it. But like I, there are moment, like watching that, literally watching that car
1: scene, Casey, like, Oh my it, God, the car scene just every, fucked me up
0: it like that I could not and I'm not like not even trying to be dramatic I wouldn't and I didn't believe like but like that is a representation of like what went down and I'm like what like the, and the fact that they were able to like capture that like mm-hmm. and then the part when her his dad's so fucked up that he's like, try, like trying like trying to talk I to him he's like I love you I love you and and, You're and JJ knows that's not fucking real. No. Yeah. No, no. And he's, and he just has to flex. And that's just literally the shit my dad would put us through. Like, beat us and then literally, like, put on a fucking show that we were all happy and shit. And it's like, are you kidding me? And, like, that mental, oh, just fucks you up. Like, yeah. I don't know. We, we can cut this out. But, um, that, oh my God, that, that, I'm that just, really got me. It just like, it, it, I don't know. It's just, and it's just like a really, like, perfect like he's a teenager like you think that like I don't know you people in their mind they go to places like like I don't know kids can offend themselves or like what I don't know whatever the deal is and it's like no like you Mm. still don't know like it's just a kid
1: (sighs) like it's just
0: a kid and yeah oh yeah and so he's that's why I'm him he's my favorite he like I love is my favorite too
1: he like is so fucking funny. He's just a, the he chaotic energy that he exudes is unparalleled. I can't. <laughs> it's
0: no, no. And then there's the scene where Pope loses his shit, and JJ's like, "Well, I knew this was coming." Finally, here, like, bro. Like, here's a you <laughs> a day. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> no, like he literally didn't even like react to like, "Are you okay?" He's like. This is bound to happen. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. Oh my God. It was beautiful. Okay. Anyways, we, okay. So, anyways, that's educational disruption is something that, every, like, I mean, millions of students are experiencing right now. Um, and I think the biggest takeaway is that this is this educational disruption is going to have positive effects in the educational system eventually right it's going to be a minute before we see some shit actually improved but I think that this is going to to kind of kickstart some of that you know yeah
1: and it'll be positive it'll take a while but it'll be a good thing for everyone
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I think that in order to realize some of the flaws in a system, you need to be able to take a step back. And like, that's kind of what's happening right now. You mm-hmm. know, is that like step back is being taken and adjustments and are having to be made on the fly of like assessing needs and everything. Um, that it's, I, it's just, yeah, I think it's going to be impactful. Um, mm-hmm. And I just like, a huge, I just like huge shout out to healthcare. Obviously, they're like oh healthcare gosh, yes. fucking, killing it right now. Like, I just can't, like, all essential I can't workers, fathom.
1: everyone literally risking their lives to like be out there, well, like, yes, making life feel like somewhat normal, mm-hmm. like Sense grocery normal, stores, right? Anything, mm-hmm. everything.
0: Oh, yeah, and just like uh just like a huge shout out to like teachers and like principals and administrators and um I mean even lunch ladies who are still making meals and making sure that students are like having access to food you know like mm-hmm. there's a lot of um community going on that like and people like really stepping up and realizing that like they I don't know they can help in some way right so I don't know there's some positives in there but um yeah um speaking of books no just kidding speaking
1: of, I, speaking of books that we weren't speaking about
0: at all but this is Trista's um,
1: really poor attempt at a transition to transition to, to and, our ending and to our ending boom. And we're boom. done. The end. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: kidding. Wait, no, just kidding. No. Um, My book that I finished up for one of my classes was, um, it's a really popular book. It's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. And it was, I listened to it on audiobook. That's my move. I'm not going to read. I'm not going to sit down and read a book. I can't, like, that is not I think it has to do with me not being, like, a strong reader from my childhood. That that was, like, never an activity that I, like, actively participated in. That's but valid. I still, right? Like, but I still, like, enjoy that experience. So, and it's read by the author, which, like, makes me, like, it, it makes me invested immediately. I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. telling me a story. But, um, anyways, And you're all about was- that. You're
1: like, I need, because you read you listen to Michelle Obama's becoming the stay sexy and don't get murdered by Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark like both <sighs> they i know you're like love it has that book to be. but and she like, yeah, they, that, yeah they voice recorded it themselves they narrated it themselves and no, and the it, book that they wrote and this one too
0: and it makes a huge difference like i just i love it like i'm like a huge advocate for audiobooks um, and the one like I, I don't know, seven habits was a ton of information to process. Like he, in the beginning, the author talks about how like this book is one that should be like marked up with notes and like highlighted and like, like referred back to and stuff, but I don't have the hard copies. So I should probably get that to like, I don't know, connect with it more and stuff, but, um, so I can refer back to it, but, um, it was kind of, honestly, it was a lot for me to process with everything that's going on because a lot of the things that some of the habits that they talk about, um, are like, I think they're applicable to COVID-19. Like what's happening right now. It's just like hard to like, I don't know, completely,
1: I don't know. It was it was just, like, hard to like, apply. Yes. Yeah, hard to yes. apply. You can learn all these things, but you can't really do them in the environment that you're in right now.
0: Not, I mean, not really. I think that maybe if I had, like, read this book before everything and then, like, had ways to apply it in, like, normal life, then I could, like, make connections of, like, applying it right now. But but I have, like, I wrote, I had to write, that was part of my final project for my classes, so I, I wrote a lot about it, about it, and um I do have, like, some like notes and stuff that I can refer back to. So I want to be able to like refer back to it and like process it a little bit more. Like, um, when things kind of normalize a little bit. Um, and then the other one that I, I got the book, stay sexy and don't get murdered by Karen and Georgia for Christmas, and it's a book book, which I wanted, because it has a lot of fan art in it, Um, and I, like, just, I, of course, I want the book, like, but I didn't, I was gonna actually, like, read, read it, so I got it on Audible, and it's in their voices, and it's amazing. I am, like, completely caught up with all of the episodes from their podcast, My Favorite Murder, so this is a way that I'm, like, still getting my dose of them without it being, like, about a murder. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> nice. which, I mean, I'm good. I like miss the murders too, but I like, I, I'm good with it. The format it is. And I try to listen to it at work. We're like transitioning back to like working out at the business me and Jaden work at. So, um, when I'm there, I like to listen to my, my audio Cause it, I don't know. It makes me still feel like it's my time, even though it's not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Borrowed> time. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah. But and then you already talked about
1: your books, Casey, right? Which ones? Yeah, I did. I'm, yeah, my Percy Jackson books. And also, it's just a nice little peek back into like the mind of a 12 year old, like a 13 year old. It's just really a nice escape at the moment. Yeah. And I definitely recommend go back and read your favorite books from when you were in middle school or like late elementary school even I don't know it's just this weird feeling of like nostalgia even though I didn't read these books when I was younger it like feels it 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 just takes me back to that era for sure I'm like how old was I when like when percy jackson did these things like he was 12 yeah. in the first book and he did all oh, this really? crazy stuff i'm like this kid's a hero and he's like 12 years old <laughs> at the ripe age of 12 the yeah. ripe age of 12 <laughs> yeah which is pretty insane oh gosh. but yeah it's like very it's like wholesome and it just takes you back to a different time i guess i don't know
0: oh absolutely no and it's like uh i don't know that like innocence you know like a little bit of like ignorance is bliss right like um I think so I I'm like referring back to my favorite murder but I was listening to an episode the other day and um Karen made a comment about something along the lines of like it's okay to like not fully accept your reality because like being completely aware of everything and like all of its like sometimes like fucked upness, it's like too too much dude it's too much it is and it's like not fair to expect yourself to be able to like completely process your current reality so like a little bit of ignorance is bliss and like it's okay or it's oblivion that's what she how she worded it like it's okay to have a little bit of oblivion like we're that's the the name of the episode for sure but like their episode (laughs) is bit of oblivion I think nice but anyways, I just, I, like, completely agree. Like, go, like, go read a book. Like, go, like, escape to just a different reality for a second because, like, ours is kind of hard to process. Yeah.
1: Go outside. Stand on your front porch for, like, 20 minutes on your deck if you have one.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, enjoy. If you have access to be outdoors where it's not weird, like it is isn't my apartment, do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you don't really have a good place to go outside, but. I
0: do. <laughs> That's okay. No, I know. It's okay. Um, me and Jaden have been looking at, sorry, I'm, oh, this can be our wrap-up, but um, me and Jaden are looking at moving to Spokane after um, we're both finished up with our school. So Jaden yeah, has, I'm like, really three more classes. About. Hey, I... I'm so excited for, for how much cool shit we're going to get to do in Spokane. It's like access to a city, not as, as big as Seattle obviously, but like you guys have we'll have a
1: place to stay. So like I know. We can go to but concerts you'll be like a whole and, hour and a half away from me. I can't handle that. Um, Even though no, we're literally 5 hours away right now. <laughs> right now.
0: Um, I'm Casey, I'm not worried at all. Okay, this is this is how I see it. Me and Alyssa, we've we're tight always and we don't need to talk as much like as much as we even need to do you know what I mean like I don't I love her she'll always be in my life I know that fact um with you we can't go days without talking like, that is not like literally though so I'm not even worried like I know that even when she gets busy in our lives it's still gonna be like literally a FaceTime date and we'll be fine so and I, it'll, it's gonna be fun, dude and we'll come down a ton and like see like we'll still see each other a lot I I totally believe that, but um, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, moving to Spokane. Me and Jaden are looking at houses, and Jaden's its like such a tall order. We like—it's <laughs> like a garage is like, like an absolute must. Jaden is a car guy through and through. He—we've lived in shitty apartments our whole like college career. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't even had access to like be able to do his car projects, and like he got a welder this year and has like barely been able to use it and everything. So garage, which I totally, like, I totally get that. And my thing is, uh, among other things that I want, is, like, I don't want to have to share a wall with anybody. I don't want people stomping upstairs and shit. I don't, you know what I mean? I just don't, I'm done with that. Like, I want to be in a home that we are, like, no duplex. Like, that A duplex is not going to cut it for me. I want something that's, like, (laughs) completely separate, which is a tall fucking order. And then we want pets we want to be able to get a dog because we don't have it in any of our college apartments and yeah and then we're like still trying to make it affordable right it's going to be a jump from our rent here because Moscow's super cheap but it's like that is like four times what we're paying right now and I'm like that's a lot of money but anyway so but of of all the houses that we've been looking at the ones that have like a deck area or like a big yard I'm like yes I can't Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who has found us and listened to us and just like been along for this wild ride of sometimes bullshit, but a lot of also really good shit.
1: (laughs) Thanks for keeping up with our bullshit basically
0: I don't know thank you for I don't know listening to us and I don't know engaging in and something that we find really important you know this like connection being able to like realize that we grew up in different worlds but that does not mean that we can't form a meaningful relationship mm-hmm. and like get, and get to speak about our experiences you know and um and how valid they are regardless of, of the privilege you're coming from you know mm-hmm. like that's so I think that that's like totally fine and. Um, and I'm excited to see where this takes us. Me too. I love you. What? Well- Oh, I love you too. Um well, thank you for listening everybody and you can email us.
1: Yes, please do email us if we said anything wrong. All the you Percy Jackson stands out there, correct <laughs> me, please. I'm waiting for it. Let us know how you're doing in quarantine. Let us know your situation. Absolutely. I would
0: love to read those stories right now. Yeah. I yes.
1: Write us a a little fictional story of if this happened to you when you were in middle school, elementary school, et cetera. I don't care. Just let us know. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And stick around because we are definitely going to be talking about some more really maybe hard and fun topics um, Mm -hmm. and maybe bringing in some outside perspectives in our season two. So um, yeah, thank you for listening. I'm Trista. I'm Casey. Um, and this is PS Still Growing. And um, we'll catch you later. <laughs> catch you later. Thanks for hanging out with us. Woot woot.